Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Romans. Today is episode 520. We're looking at Romans chapter 2, verses 25 through 29. Let's read our passage. Circumcision benefits you if you observe the law. But if you are a lawbreaker, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So if an uncircumcised man keeps the law's requirements, will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? A man who is physically uncircumcised, but who keeps the law, will judge you, who are a lawbreaker, in spite of having the letter of the law and circumcision. For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, and true circumcision is not something visible in the flesh. On the contrary, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is of the heart, by the spirit, not the letter. That person's praise is not from people, but from God. This is Paul's letter to the church in Rome. Paul intends to go to Rome after he completes his third missionary journey, accompanies the collection for the poor people in the church in Jerusalem, back to Jerusalem, they intend to go to Rome to help the church to grow in its outreach to the people and in the capital city of the Roman Empire. He's given a long exposition of the gospel, that is, how are people made right with God. And he's introducing it all with the problem. The problem is sin separation from God because of sin. And the whole first two and a half chapters is devoted to this aspect of the universal condition of people as sinners separated from God because of sin. And everyone is responsible for their sin before God. Everyone is a sinner. Everyone needs forgiveness. And that's the, the beginning of the gospel, is the condition of people apart from Christ. So he's making a big case here. He's not just going to say it in a couple of verses. He's making it a big argument. One of the big issues is the issue of Jewish people. Where are they in relationship with God? Are they okay in God's sight just because they're Jews? And that was a common understanding of a lot of people in the day, that they had the, the label Jew. They were raised as a Jew. They were ethnically a Jew. They had been circumcised. They, as a people, had been given the law of Moses, the word of God. They were in the covenant community of God's people. Of course, they're okay in God's sight. And when God exercises judgment, well, he's not judging the Jewish people because they're already in and so that's what Paul's arguing against, is this idea that the Jewish people are already okay with respect to God, that they're exempt from the wrath of God under God's judgment. The last section we looked at was his argument that just because you have the law doesn't make you okay with God. What matters is not having the law, knowing the law, studying the law, memorizing the law, but following the law. And now the second aspect of the Jewishness is that of circumcision. Now we've seen in some of Paul's other letters where groups of people were coming and arguing that, no, you must be circumcised. You must follow the Jewish law in order to be a legitimate Christian. And Paul's argued against that. So now he's arguing about what about the Jews who are circumcised? Does that not make them somehow 
okay in the view of God. Let's talk a little about circumcision. Where did it come from? Circumcision was something that God gave Abraham way back in the Old Testament. When God called Abraham and established his covenant with Abraham, he said, okay, the the mark of this covenant that is the identifiable thing is circumcision. All the males, when they're born, will have the foreskin removed from their penis, which will be a physical sign that they're part of this community. That's what it is. So it's the physical mark of being part of the covenant people. Why? Some say the the basis of it is, is more hygienic. It's just to well, a lot of what God tells people to do is there's there's basic uh, issues of, of sanitation and hygiene behind it. But I, I think it's more of a, a real issue is a visible reminder to the individual. Every day when this person deals with his bodily functions, it's a reminder to him that there's something different about him, that he is part of the community of God's people. And that's the reason for this visible aspect of it. So Paul begins with, what's the value of it? Well, not salvation. And that's the issue. Because by the time of Paul, people had so adopted just popular ideas about things that I'm a Jew, I've been circumcised, we've got the law, we're okay. But Paul's arguing, no, no, there's no salvation associated with circumcision. Circumcision is a matter of identity, ethnic identity. So let's begin with verse 25. Paul says, circumcision benefits you if you observe the law. But if you are a lawbreaker, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. Now, uncircumcision, that's basically saying a Gentile, someone outside of the community of the the covenant people. So basically saying here, okay, if you're a Jew, you have been circumcised, but you don't obey the Mosaic law. You're no different than a Gentile. Yeah, you may have been circumcised, but so what? You're acting like a Gentile, so in God's eyes, you're like a Gentile. So verse 26, So if an uncircumcised man keeps the law's requirements, will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? Now the argument here is, okay, let's take a Gentile, someone who has not been circumcised, who's not part of the Jewish community, but he does what is right according to the Mosaic law. Isn't he morally right, just as if he were a Jew? The answer is, well, yeah. Then verse 27, a man who is physically uncircumcised, this would be a Gentile, but who keeps the law will judge you who are a lawbreaker in spite of having the letter of the law and circumcision. Now, the idea here is this point we see biblically that the righteous will be judges of the unrighteous. Now, exactly how that works, there's a lot of debate about that because it's never clear, just that in in the end times when God judges everything, the righteous will act as judges of the unrighteous. And so the point here is a person who is uncircumcised, a Gentile who is acting righteously is more righteous than the Jew who is acting unrighteously. And that's essentially what he's saying here. In verse 28, For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, and true circumcision is not something visible in the flesh. All right. He's speaking somewhat figuratively here in that 
you know, what is a Jew? A Jew is an ethnic identity. You're a Jew because you're born ethnically, but you could become a Jew. People who aren't ethnically Jews could become Jews by going through a process. That is, learning about the faith, being circumcised, and, and being baptized. Baptism is actually part of the uh, rite of becoming a Jew. And then they would be a Jew every bit as much as somebody who's born a Jew. So the issue here basically is saying Jew is the covenant community of God's people. And he's saying, you may ethnically be a Jew, you may be circumcised, but if you're not actually obeying God, you're really not part of the community of God's people, regardless of what's visible in the flesh, regardless of what your pedigree is. Verse 29, on the contrary, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is of the heart, by the spirit, not the letter. That person's praise is not from people, but from God. So again, he's using figurative language here, saying basically the true covenant people of God are those who have a heart for God and follow God and obey God. Now, all this, remember the context. He's arguing that the Jews are not saved because they are Jews. He's making the point that Jews are sinners every bit as much as Gentiles are sinners. Jews are separated from God every bit as much as Gentiles are separated from God. And he's building to the solution, which will be in chapter 3. The solution is justification by faith. Remember, justification, part of that word group of righteousness and righteous, how one is made righteous by faith in Jesus Christ, forgiveness of sin. That is how one is made right in the sight of God. And so all this argument here, he's not making an argument anything about salvation by works. He's, he's making the point that you're a sinner, regardless of your ethnic identity, regardless of if you're circumcised, you're still a sinner in need of a Savior. Because the common thinking was, I'm circumcised, therefore I'm okay in God's sight. That'd be much like today, somebody saying, I walked forward and prayed the prayer at the front of the church and got baptized and became a member of the church, so I'm okay in God's sight. Well, all those are good things to do, but that doesn't mean you're okay in God's sight. The question is, have you been justified by faith in Jesus Christ, declared innocent by God based on your faith? not based on the religious activities you did. They had the same problem then. We've got the same problem now. And we need to make sure that people understand that being made right in the sight of God is something that God does based upon our faith, not based upon our religious activities. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Romans.